are Fellowship and Vic stands for Vaccine Information Coalition. You're listening to Progressive Radio Network, the most listened to, commercial free, and truth radio program in the world. My name is Renee, and the title of our show is What in the Snell is Going On? We're on every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, which can be accessed live on prn.fm or later on the front page of our vacinfo.org website. We are very, very blessed to have two guests today, uh, Dr. True Ott, which I know you guys are all very familiar with, and also Brother Brandon, Much More Truth is his uh, YouTube channel, and he has come up with a very uh, amazing title, The Sound of Silence is going to be the name of our show today, right, Brother Brandon? (laughs) Yeah, you know, throwing it back a little bit to the Simon and Garfunkel days. Right, there you go. Dr. (laughs) True, are you on? Dr. True. Hello. Hello. There he is. Excellent. Excellent. They, yeah, I didn't know who was on. I, I didn't hear any voices, but anyway, so yeah, um, Dr. True, I want to start it off with what you shared with me a, a couple days ago that just blew my mind. I know we talked about it a week or two before and I kind of denied what you said because I'm so about, you know, the MMR vaccine shedding and for 20 years now uh, explaining how vaccines shed. And I remember not agreeing with you at first, and then just a couple days ago, you explained it all in a whole new way, so I could totally understand from your brilliant mind to my, you know, common sense mind, and I'm like, oh my goodness, what are they doing? Um, So would you please share that with the audience, Dr. Trill? Oh, hell, yes, uh, hello, yes, uh, audience, Uh, pleasure to be on the show, thanks for having me, Renee, yeah. It's, It's tough to grasp, because you're absolutely right, the MMR and other vaccines that have attenuated and even or live viruses, yes, they do shed. The seasonal influenza sheds. That's all true. Yes, and there's, of course you're right with that. But again, this is not a normal vaccine. There is no live virus in it. There's no attenuated viruses to shed proteins, okay? So let me just start out with being very clear with that part of it. And again, if I could just let's just define what a virus is, a virus is messenger RNA, also called M hyphen RNA, that is surrounded by a protein sheet. That's all a virus is, if you understand virology. And I'm fortunate enough to be trained in a little bit of virology with my naturopathic work about 25, 30 years ago. So when you understand a messenger RNA by itself, all alone cannot basically shed proteins that has no protein structure with it all right so uh whoever began to say that there is shedding messenger or shedding viruses or shedding proteins which is really a virus becomes a virus because it protects its uh mrna with a protein sheet a spiked protein sheet in the case of a coronavirus you see, then we begin to be a little confused because that's assuming that the the official rhetoric story is accurate, that we have a novel corona spike virus that is super, for some reason, hyper, hyper easy, hyper transmissible, hyper easy to, 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 to get sick with, unless you have to have all the masking and social distancing which really is not true. There is no proof of any sort that any virus becomes hyper-transferable. 
you know, yes, measles, mumps, rubella, MMR, yes, influenza vaccines, yes, they do shed. And that's probably, you know, the studies done on that basically proving they do shed about uh, anywhere from 72 hours or so after after the shot is given. But that's because, again, you're you're you've got live viruses being transmitted into your bloodstream, which then will be expelled through your air, oxygen, and so forth. So with this, with these Pfizer and Moderna and, and really every every vaccine from Janssen to, you know, all, all of them are based on the mRNA structured, pro, there's no protein with it, there's no live virus. So here's mm. what's happening. Here's what's happening. What is going on with the combination of the mRNA-based vaccines? The mRNA is, is coupled with nanotechnology, nanobots. These are not nanoproteins. These are absolutely carbon-based nanoprogramming. Like, picture small robots. If that's what these nanocarbon carbon tubules are. They are programmable frequency they're, they're programmed and, and are given their instructions by the frequencies that are, that are passed down through 5G. 5G controls them. Let me just put it this way to you, uh, listeners and, and Renee. An mRNA-based wide, widespread vaccine, so-called, it's really a genetic alteration jab, would never have been possible without 5G and the power of 5G that controls it in a military contract with DARPA. Think about that. Let that sink in, because they pioneered messenger RNA, uh, and I say they, Moderna, the, the folks at MIT and Massachusetts and Cambridge, they knew all about messenger RNA and what it could do, but the problem they had was being able to control it through through an external source given 5G or the 60 gigahertz microwave radiation. That's how it's done, all right? They had the messenger RNA type of vaccine, so-called, available, but they had no way to really mass control it. So here's what happened. You get the injection going in, the, the foreign nanobots combined with the foreign synthetic messenger RNA that your body does not produce. The foreign mRNA then is programmed by the nanobot technology to begin doing building blocks with your body's iron, your ferrous iron in your blood. The hemoglobin has iron based in it. And what begins to happen, the, the building blocks begin to accumulate at the injection site. Now, when I first started seeing magnets sticking at injection sites and people coming in that have been vaccinated asking me to, to help them with some problems they were having, imagine sticking a, a, a powerful neodymium little button-sized magnet on the injection site and having a stick like it's sticking to a fridge. Okay? The, uh, it's like a volcanic cone at the injection site. Now, that's what's happening next is the programming of the, the, the altering of the cells, which is what in the cell is going on, never means it's, so, it's mm -hmm. super accurate. What in the cell is really going on here? They're mm -hmm. programming 
the cells of your body, starting with your blood cells into your tissue cells, into all of your 70 trillion cells, including your brain cells, your brain mm-hmm. cells, for everything. Okay? They're altering the genetic makeup of that and causing you to become a 5G hotspot. People are, I mean, I, I was shocked when I found and saw what was going on with the magnet sticking to have my equipment, my tri-field meters beginning with that and then my, my German uh, electromagnetic sensor going over the hotspot and actually emitting a very powerful, by, by the measurement, a 5G, it's like a 5G data center, okay? So the 5G is picked up by the cells that have been altered, and then it's, it's irradiating, it's reading out a, a more powerful 5G signal. So people coming in contact with people now that are basically, I call them 5G hotspots, it's causing more, shall we say, radiation happening. Because when people are getting sick by people getting next to people who have been vaccinated, they're not picking up shedding, shedding proteins. No, they're picking up more radiation, concentrated radiation from the 5G, which is causing the blood clotting and the, the symptomology of those people. See, there's no... The people that are getting sick from being around vaccinated people, there's still no new virus coming into the bloodstream. There is none. They can't, they can't take a blood, you know, a, a, a sample of blood and find a brand new novel virus because there's none to have. Even the people that are been vaccinated not, don't have any of this novel SARS-CoV-2, so-called, in their bloodstream. You follow that? Is that clear? Yeah, brother Brandon, do you have any comments? Uh, yeah, brother. Uh, thank you, first of all, Doctor True, for being on uh, with us today. And um, I mean, you're you're basically giving from the physiological uh, side of things what I've been telling people for the last 16 months from the spiritual prophetic side of things because I actually did a three-part series on as in the days of Noah. And I think the title of each teaching is like, what do 5G, CERN, and and I think vaccines have in common or something like that. I don't remember. I'll, I'll post it later. But basically what I'm seeing um, is, is that they're essentially trying to get these people lined up frequency-wise, like you mentioned, with a demonic host, okay? Um, and if you look at, uh, I think it's Matthew 11. No, Matthew 11, 28 is not it. Anyway, I, it's somewhere in Matthew where it talks about a, a, um, you know, when he's when he casts the the demons out and they go into the swine, and um, right. and he talks about when when a, a host leaves uh, or not a host when a when a spirit leaves a host. And he comes back and finds it all swept and clean and nice. And he brings seven others with him who are stronger than he. So basically what they're trying to do with this nano or what they are doing, not trying to do, they are doing this. This is happening, folks. This isn't a pinch yourself if you think you're dreaming because you're not. (laughs) This is as real as it gets. And the stakes are as high as they can get. But 
essentially what they're doing is through through CERN, through 5G, and through this nanotechnology that you mentioned within the mRNA, which if we even look at mRNA, we can even go as far as to say, well, what's that M for? Is it maybe messenger RNA? You know, and I've, I've actually, uh, for several months, probably over a year, believed that they were putting fallen angel DNA within this jab. You know, that that was part of it. And it could be even tied to Nimrod's DNA. I don't know for sure, but definitely fallen angel technology within it because they want to add that third strand, that synthetic strand of our, of, of DNA to us. Um, and basically what I've been telling people is that, you know, hey, these people aren't seeing the effects. You know, we're, we're seeing through Yahoo's mercy, we're seeing a little bit here and there of, you know, the blood clots happening or the miscarriages happening or the deaths happening. But in reality, people are in a dormant stage. But as soon as they flip that switch, when Yahoo's mercy runs out and they flip that switch, these people are going to be synced up and the demonic host is going to be all over them and it's going to torture them for five months. It won't kill them, but it'll torture them for five months and they will long for death, but death will flee from them, just like it talks about in the book of Revelation chapter 9, verse 6. So I, I'm tracking with you, uh, Dr. True. I mean, 100%, it makes sense to me because they, they have to create the frequency match. You know, the, the frequency match, basically it's going to be like a, I, I can't even think of, a, but it's like an electronic transplant, essentially, is what's going to happen, where, like, the through the 5G, through the nanotechnology, and possibly through CERN as well, you know, when they when they release everything, and, you know, Starlink will probably have something to do with it as well, but these demons, these demonic hosts are going to be looking for, or not hosts, but these demonic uh, disembodied spirits, rather, are going to be looking for a host, and boom, it's going to be like a frequency match. It's just going to be like a, an electronic transplant right into people. Um, that's kind of what I'm seeing on the on the spiritual side of things, but I, I'm tracking with you 100%. So you, just, just to clarify, I just want to make sure, because we have seen, you know, we know that there's a lot of disinfo, misinfo stuff like that out there so dr true you have yourself you have tested this magnets on people is that correct sir oh absolutely and granted wow. um you're you're on point i i'd say spiritually you know we're, we're you're on a match let me explain to you physically and to listeners i did the video uh presentation on the vmat2 gene the the vesicular monoamine transport gene that's a part of our of our cells that produce and regulate our brain chemicals to keep us basically operating in the area of, of the higher realm of charity, hope, and love. That's well documented by many studies since 2003. Okay. And that's called the God gene, right? Just for our, that's like correct. for the, the, the slang term for it, I guess is what you call it. Yeah. Uh, the, okay. the, the official term is VMAT too, but it's called the God gene because it is, it, it's really what gives us the ability through the frontal lobes to connect spiritually with God. Now, if right. you are able to to edit that 2%, okay, 98% of our genes are, are similar in, in every way to a chimpanzee. What makes us different from the chimpanzees or the orangutans or gorillas 
is that 2% vesicular monoamine transport structure, the VMAT2 or the Gaji. All right, wow. there's also a recent article put out that shows that, that we have almost identical genetics to a banana. We have 50% match to bananas, okay? Of course, everything's going to have close similarities because God made us. God made bananas. God made chimpanzees. God made gorillas. God made humans, okay? And the thing that separates us and gives us dominion over the plants, the bananas, the great apes, every animal, uh, again, read Genesis chapter 1, what gives us dominion is the construct of our DNA that specifically gives us that power, that VMAT2. You sever that out. What happens is simply this. Your body, your brain no longer operates in the higher Mm -hmm. plane of the frontal lobes, okay? Whether it's left brain, right brain, it's the frontal lobes where love, charity, compassion, and one little four-letter word is so important, hope. People that have strong hope, which is uh, right tied into people's faith, hope and faith are kind of synonymous, right? People that have great faith and have a hope in God's promises, they put them on, on CAT scans. The frontal lobes are lit up like, like neon lights on the Las Vegas Strip. You take that away, and you still operate, you still live, and you still breathe. A banana is a living thing. A chimpanzee is a living thing. But a chimpanzee has no faith, has no hope, has no higher qualities, because he does not know his creator, does he? Now, that's what's right. happening. When you edit out those those VMAT2 genes, I mean, completely cut them out, then you're operating in the, what's called the basal ganglia part of the brain, and you don't question authority. You don't <laughs> ask questions. How about that? You, so it's bringing out our, our, our beastly nature that is there. But when we have, it's also called, you know, it's a, it's also called the reptilian part of your brain. Okay, I just leave oh, it it's looking, oh, it's looking, <laughs> the basal ganglia is called the reptilian brain. It's I'm I'm not making that up. That's science. All right. So, Brandon, what you have to realize now is how long it takes. And when you you look at the the Pfizer and Moderna circulars that they presented to the FDA and, the, and, and to get the emergency use authorization, they said that after, after the second shot is completed, it takes five months hmm. for the alterations to begin to take effect. It's exactly five months. Isn't that just... Why That's five totally months? ironic, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think it's coincidental whatsoever. Not so, at all. Um... Uh, and also, um, now, of course, my, you know, our listeners, both of our listeners, I would say, are very familiar with this VMAT2 gene, um, you know, because I've been warning people ever since I found out, I think it was an AstraZeneca um, out in, down in Brazil, there was a leak from, from that uh, trial where someone said, they've killed my God, I can't feel my God, my soul is dead. And as soon as that happened, like... I went on the just rampage telling everybody, I'm like, oh my gosh, guys, this is what's happening. This is what's happening, you know, and um, I mean, and I know you have as well. I know Sister Renee has as well, but I mean, this is, this is real, folks. I mean, 
You know, there was uh, that video from the Pentagon uh, that came out, I think, in 2004, 2005, I want to say, that talked about it as well. Um, you know, so, and it, it's also uh, like, well, you know, you know what's interesting, what I wanted to bring up is where does it say the mark of the beast is goes, right? In their right hand or in their forehead, right? Or on their forehead, some, some translations, right? So what's really interesting is where is our frontal lobe? You know, what are these things on the side of our head called? Isn't it called your temporal lobe or your temple for short, right? So, of course, this is where, this is the seat of our soul. This is where Satan wants to dwell. He said in Isaiah 14, I will be like the most high. Folks, we're not talking about a third temple here, although that's going to be part of the deception, but you are the third temple. You are the temple of Elohim. You are where the Holy Spirit dwells now and where Satan wants to dwell, you know? And another thing, um, Dr. True, um, you mentioned th synthetic. Now, my understanding from synthetic DNAs and RNAs is that they come with a patent, and I know that patents come with ownership. Is that true? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, 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 look at the whole development, going back to the formation of Moderna. Moderna is literally the word modifying RNA. Mo modifying RNA is what Moderna, the word, comes from. And so they began to, to look at the ability to have programmable uh, ribonucleic acid. That's what RNA stands for, ribonucleic acid. It's the building blocks of all life. You have strands of dioxy, two oxygen molecules in the ribonucleic acid. That's what DNA is. So messenger RNA is produced at the cell level in God's handiwork. And the messenger RNA is what helps repair and regenerate damaged tissue. The messenger RNA is, is absolutely a pulsing connection to every other cell in the central nervous system. And so to protect the messenger RNA, because it's very fragile, that's why this, these, vac these jabs, I, I'm not going to call them vaccines, why they have to be kept at minus 50 degrees centigrade, for heaven's sakes because they have to be in this animated super frozen state because they're very, very fragile. But the human body is able to coat the messenger RNA with protein sheaths to protect them as they go about their job. And so that's what is called, uh, Dr. Hildreth named them first in 1984 exosomes because they're made in the, in the cellular mitochondria, the ribosomal structure, and then they are exiting there and they go about their messenger work. So he called them exosomes and about eight years later, he realized, wait a minute, exosomes and coronaviruses are one and the same thing. There's no difference to them whatsoever. So there you have the key. We produce these in our cells. We are not to fear them. They are part of God's handiwork to keep us healthy and strong, you see. Now, so we have, we have this synthetic man-made, patented messenger RNA that were science and white coats and messages uh, MIT is now trying to play God by one-upping God's handiwork. That's what's happening here, Brenda. God is yeah, being absolutely. usurped by man. All right? Now, 
Yeah, I basically, basically, what the way I see it is what he's been showing me is so. If we if we just break down this down logically for a second, right? So, what is AI, right? If we look at okay, intelligent. So the intelligent being of Yahuwah, or you know, some people might call him God. Um, he's intelligence, right? He's the intelligent being. So what is AI? AI is artificial intelligence. So AI is literally Satan or Satan because he wants to mimic what Yahuwah the Most High is doing. That's why, you know, uh, that's why all the scanners, you know, like all the temp scanners, because he's a snake. He was a snake in the garden, the serpent in the garden. He, he's heat-seeking, you know. He, he wants to inhabit everyone, so he's targeting them. You know, that's why the social distancing is what it is. That's why the infrared scanners and the temperature checks, so we can fry your pineal gland and... Oh, I, can you, if you can still hear me, I can... And then, um, sorry, what? Uh, I lost you for a minute. I didn't know if we just my end or oh. just what, but... Oh, okay. Oh, Um no, I was just saying that, um, you know, this is so AI is literally Satan. He's trying to he's trying to be art. He's trying to be intelligent, but he can't be intelligent. He can only be artificial intelligence, you know, because he wants to be like the most high, you know, just like Isaiah, uh, Isaiah speaks of Isaiah um, uh, 14, 14. It says, let me go above the heights of the clouds. Let me be like the most high you know uh that's that's his goal is to be like the most high and right now now i don't know if you agree with me i'm gonna say it and you tell me if you agree with me or not but what i'm getting from the spiritual prophetic side of this is that our dna okay the reason that we're made in the image and likeness of elohim is based on our dna as you talked about earlier right uh, Elohim said, let us make man in our image. I think it's Genesis 2-7, right? And um, now, have you heard of the fact that the, the very fabric of of Yahuwah, the yod Hey wah is within our DNA? Have you heard of that? Well, absolutely. And that's, you know, if you want to, well, go ahead and finish what you were saying. Okay. So... All right, so let's let's talk about the image of the beast for a second. So if we're made in the image and likeness of Yahuwah now because of our DNA, then hypothetically we could easily say and with confidence say, if you allowed your DNA to be changed or altered by this messenger RNA coming in, you are no longer made in the likeness and image of Elohim but now you are made in the likeness and image of whoever owns the patent to that synthetic RNA and DNA strands that they've added to you. You have become a hybrid. You have become a chimera, just like in the days of Noah, as our Messiah Yahushua told us in Matthew 24. Um, and also, just like in the days of Noah, most people don't have a freaking clue that this is happening. And I'm talking about believers because they think that guys like me, guys like you were crazy uh, 
sisters like Renee are crazy and they're saying, oh, that's not possible, blah, 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 that's science fiction. No, science fiction is no longer science fiction. It's called not yet. That's all science fiction really is. You know, there's there's that's so much it, truth uh, within quote unquote science fiction that um, it's downright scary, to be honest with you. But, but yeah, no, that's what I was all I was gonna say. Um somebody does have a question about um, the swabs. So the nasal swabs, um, you know, I, I've heard obviously I've been telling people to stay away from even being tested. You know, don't give them your DNA. Don't let them shove anything up your nose or anything like that. But um, do you have you you've heard of like uh, the hydrogel or the nanotechnology being on the the swabs itself and like touching the bread, uh, blood brain barrier? Well, yes, it's much much deeper than that. Actually, the uh, uh, Dr. Lorraine Day, I did an interview with her on the Power Hour, and she sent all these documents. She, because she's a licensed medical doctor, very well, you know, high standing, she took the test swabs, again, they're manufactured in Wuhan, China. She took and analyzed the, the cotton polymers. They're not really cotton. They're kind of a, a some kind of a different strain of, she kind of, kind of almost thinks they're synthetic Morgellons type of strands. But, but embedded within these polymers, you have to go to a, a pretty pretty high-powered microscope to see these, but you actually, she had a, a great picture. I counted 24 specific microchips. They're little, little cubicle square shape, but they're definitely, most definitely microchips. So the, as she explained- Yeah, when we're, we're talking nanotechnology. I'm actually gonna pull up a graph because this was part of my presentation I did last year was comparing, because, you know, everybody thought for many, many years, oh, the mark of the beast is going to be that RFID chip, you know, that one that we thought was, like, going to be the size of a grain of rice or whatever. Um, and, um, but that would be too easy to just cut out of your hand, right? But, what, but these nanotechnology, this is, like, yeah. smaller than small. This is, like, so I'm going to pull this up while you're talking. Go ahead. Well, let me let me finish what I was trying to say. The... Uh... Each, each one of these nanotech microchips actually have more RAM and more ability than those earlier grain of rice chips, okay? So, and there's 24 in that one slide, and there was probably, that's just a portion of what she was able to, to take and, and to show. But it's, it's documented. So you, you put the, the swab up, and they twist, they turn it, mm. which, which takes those polymers and injects them into your, the, the, there's a specific, specific porous bone in your upper nose that takes that chip and then it, it goes immediately into the blood brain barrier and lodges into your brain. This is what's happening with that. Yes. So at, at that, this, this is what's really nefarious about this, Brandon, because once those chips are in place in the brain, they can actually send a signal to the brain, causing your brain to start producing more coronaviruses as they need to. Now, here's a classic case. This is what happened over the weekend. I don't know if you saw this. I'm, I was just kind of watching the Memorial Golf Championship. John Rahm, the Spaniard, yeah. was absolutely out of uh, what he was in a, in a zone that few golfers ever get in. I was amazed. I 
had a hole in one. He was birding, birding hole after hole. He posted a 64 course record, I believe, and was way yeah, ahead of the field. Yeah. He was like he was leading by six shots. Yeah, and he was like a walk. He was like untouchable. Now, when you got the word after signing a scorecard on the 18th green, and he just collapsed over like he got shot in the gut or punched in the gut, he rolled. Yeah. He, he went over. He was informed he'd failed his PCR test because they they tested him because he was had some some social tracing contact uh, somebody he shared a plane ride over with that tested positive but neither the person that he shared the plane ride ride with nor himself had a single symptom so he was forced to withdraw from the tournament flat, flat out had to uh, I mean that's a 1.8 million dollar purse that he just basically gave away all because somebody told him he tested positive now that's ridiculous right. And didn't I mean, you say in our last talk that even the inventor of the PCR test said it's not meant for detection. It was meant for replication or multiplication. Mullis, yeah, I've, I've actually uh, had interviews with, with uh, Dr. Mullis over the years and because as he's really one of the experts, he developed the, the polymerase chain reaction PCR test to basically prove the terrain theory. This is the, this is the crazy thing. To prove to the to the medical world, the medical establishment, that you don't catch a virus, the body makes them, and it was a tool used, okay, by uh, over uh, over the last decade or so, a tool used by the terrain theory scientists to prove you don't catch a virus. They took all that information. See, Fauci and the boys know this. This is what makes it so so damn criminal. Okay, they're not in, they're not ignorant to these to these facts. They know the polymerase chain reaction by Kerry Mullis. Everything about Kerry Mullis's papers and his documentation, the PCR test is to use and to, to to gauge, for instance, if you're under stress, mental or emotional stress, how many coronaviruses are you going to produce if you're stressed? If you have a high sugar diet, right? If you have a, I mean, I've I've got hours of interviews with Dr. Mullis on this. To have this PCR test used to diagnose a novel virus is insanely criminal, people. Okay? Dr. Mullis would never have allowed this. Isn't it interesting he passes away of mysterious means uh, in December of 2019? About the same day my blog is taken down, we have interviews with Dr. Mullis on it. All right? I mean, people, uh, I, I don't understand why the PGA allows this. I don't understand why the fellow professional golfers don't stand behind and say, hey, if it happens to John Rahm, it can happen to anybody. We've got to stop this. Enough is enough. And all the people in the gallery, they witnessed it. Is anybody complaining about it? No, I am. And you're listening to it. If people have any sense of justice, they should be incensed over this. Because if it happens to John Rahm, it'll happen to you next. You're not sick. It's no, yeah, I mean, symptoms, you know, you know we, we, we make all these, we have to laugh because if we didn't laugh, we would cry, right? I mean, that's kind of where I've, I've been at for the last several months. But, you know, we, we make all the, or at least I do, you know, I make these memes like, imagine a virus so deadly that you, you have to be tested to know that you have it. And, you know, imagine an <laughs> injection so 
so safe and effective that you got to be coerced <laughs> and bribed. And, you know, the, have, have you seen these state lotteries, haven't you? Oh, yeah. I mean, this is insane. Yeah. People are literally selling their souls for anything from anywhere from a donut, a free, free year of donuts, all the way up to $1.5 million. And the thing is that I've been telling people, I'm like, listen, this is called the hour of trial for a reason. Because harlots, I won't use the other word, but harlots and brides, they face the same decision, but with different outcomes. Because brides have already been purchased. They've already been bought. We've been bought by the precious blood of Yahushua. You know, it's, that's why Paul, the Apostle Paul tells us, your body is not your own, but you have been bought, right? But harlots, they're for sale. So the question remains, will we be faithful? Will we remain faithful? Or is there something that they can offer us that we will say, you know what? Yep, I'll take it for that. That's really the, the bottom yeah. line, folks. Uh, whether you're watching this so or hearing it. Yeah, What's we, that? All, we all know that it's going to be eventually to where we can't buy or sell without it, without the vaccine passport. We can't travel without it. It's already happening. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's, direction, it's, yeah. it's unbelievable. And, uh, you know, Dr. True, I'd love to have you, you know, on again like we did before um, and, and really get into, you know, some more of this as well. But I even have a local mall here in Jacksonville on the suburb, south, southwest corner of the city uh, the Orange Park Mall says right there on the door, number one, they've reduced their hours to 11 to 7 instead of 9 to 9 like they used to be. And it's, it says if you have taken the jab, you can the, the mask is optional. But if you haven't, um, you're required to wear a mask. Now, right now, they're not, you know, they're not asking for proof. But how quickly can that change, folks? I mean, how hot does the water have to get before you're like, I'm out, jump out of it? <laughs> you know, it's the Bible says very clear, come out of her, my people. I've actually literally had dreams, I think it was probably four or five months ago now, maybe six, where I had a dream. I was like in a mall, um, and it, I think it was like a, like a Target store was the anchor of the mall or something like that. And I had a dream where like, I all of a sudden heard doors shutting, like the huge loud metal doors in the front. And I heard them shutting behind me. I turned around, I, I like threw everything out of my cart and I just ran for the door. And um, as I was running for the door, uh, all of a sudden Chick-fil-A employees show up and they're giving away free food to try and keep people from getting out of the doors, mm. you know? So needless to say, I'm, uh, you know, staying away from all big box stores, malls, et cetera. You know, I mean, it's just, it's just not worth it, folks. You either come out of her or you succumb to the plagues that she gets. That's, that's right. And, and Dr. Trevor, I really want you to share what you told me about the two guys that I guess for their own job, they had to get the injection and they came to you and how the magnet stuck. And then you were able to get it to stick to their whole body and how the, the smart TV in your warehouse, tell that story. I want the audience to hear that. Yeah, it wasn't both of them. It was just one of the two, uh, Renee. He uh, he came to me a few weeks afterwards, and and the the actual the magnets weren't sticking all over their body. It was only on the, only on the injection sites. So let's be clear on that. But what was okay. happening is running running the 
the electromagnetic sensor over the body, they were definitely re putting out some type of electromagnetic signal. It was quite quite pronounced. It almost sounded like a Geiger counter going off, especially over their their shoulder, their right arm, and over the forehead again. Now, what the second person he actually the first the first guy I hadn't had any, so I contacted him, and he came in and he was not doing this, but the other one was. The other one fellow had it uh, first, the first jab in February, the second jab in March. So it's been about five months. Uh, he was very concerned because he came in and he would go get in close proximity to a smart TV or a, or a computer, and it would come up with a pop-up window uh, saying trying to connect a, trying to connect a Bluetooth signal. Okay, it's like like what's happening in your car as you as you pair up a Bluetooth signal cell phone. It was his body was like the cell phone. Okay, connect. Here's your code. He re recognized. He wrote the code down that he was basically a Bluetooth signal. And so I'm I'm saying this is this is nuts. I wrote the numbers down and 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 my IT guy in California. He said, "Wow, I'll tr I'll trace that." And sure enough, he could trace it to the lot, the vaccine lot. Wow. Okay, so this guy became a Bluetooth walking Bluetooth emitting signal. Now my IT guy says, "Okay, oh, what's interesting is Bluetooth emits a very low power uh, signal. It's it's a 2.4 gigahertz, and it has a very very low power need. So it, in other words." He explained that what you're saying to to have the cells of the body now through the brain stem emitting a Bluetooth signal is very possible. And so if they're connecting, whose who's Bluetooth is it connecting to is a question. Mm -hmm. See? Whose computer is becoming tied to? And it, it makes me think of that, uh, that uh, uh, voice-to-skull technology as well, you know, like, I don't know if you, Dr. True, if you've ever seen like the trailer for the, there's a show called The Feed on uh, Amazon, and it's all about people being interconnected. You can see like what other people are seeing, take pictures with your eye, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, it, it makes me think of uh, the Simon Garfunkel song, you know, as hence why we put that title in there. But it, I'm just going to read this stanza, and it said, and in the naked light I saw... 10,000 people, maybe more, people talking without speaking, people hearing without listening, people writing songs that the voices never shared, and no one dared to disturb the sound of silence. Brandon, I mean, this Brandon, is, I've, this uh, is scary. I've written, <laughs> I've written papers on this over the years. In fact, I had... Uh, a paper entitled The Sound of Silence. I don't know if you knew. It was all part of my blog that was shut down. I and didn't know like, that. Uh, I really did. Yeah, the, the, the Sound awesome. of Silence paper was actually uh, Jesse Ventura back in the day when he was doing the conspiracy theory shows. I uh, had, that. had downloaded that paper and was, was actually doing a, a set of, he wanted to do two shows on target individual, TI individuals, that were that were uh, documenting their microwave programming, okay, through microwave cell towers, 
and then going into, again, Dr. Fred Bell's connections onto how they could use that same signals to cause people to have massive heart attacks as they're talking, mm-hmm. if they wanted, wanted to. So Jesse Ventura calls me, or his, his producer, and then his son Tyrell calls me and goes over the paper with me, because I have on my, in the paper, I have the patents, the patents of that given to, to DARPA and who actually controls them through Bell Laboratories, right? It's, it's really what the deep state's all about. So, so I remember uh, talking with Jesse Ventura. He, he wanted me to be on the show, and I said, no, thank you. Uh, I really don't, but I can give you a list of people who will probably talk to you about it, okay? And so those two shows were, was the reason why they refused to, to keep his show going. The powers that be stopped the conspiracy theory shows after that. In fact, Dr. Fred Bell flew to Minnesota to where the special segment on the on how the technology actually works because Bell was the one that patented it. Okay, Dr. Fred Bell was murdered over this. He, he died uh, of a heart attack at after taping the show. Okay, so when you talk about the sound of silence and Simon and Garfunkel's song of that, make no mistake, that's exactly what they're doing. Jesse Ventura's son, Tyrell, called me about a year after the last episode, and he said, I wish we had never done that show. I have never seen my dad so scared and so afraid. I thought he was bulletproof. I thought he was afraid of nothing. But something really, really shook him up. And it's, and this was back, golly, 2013 or 14, I believe, seven, eight years ago. And... What he was upset about is because he knew they were going to deploy it sometime in the future. It's now called Event 201, Agenda 2020. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, they they hit Agenda 21 within Event 201. Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, um, and yeah, I mean, I actually personally felt the effects of 5G, uh, which was actually a blessing because. It got me to wake up and realize, like, wait a minute, this isn't what they say it is, you know. And um, and now, of course, I I don't, I'm not very popular. I'm pretty infamous because I call COVID literally fake, you know. As in, you know, and people are like, well, what are people getting sick off of? Well, like you said, I mean, even the even the very test itself, you know, is is giving people the um, the so-called virus. You know, that's what's making people, uh, you know, p- making people sick. And then, um, so what do you think, do you think the uh, not, you know, we'll call it transmitting, we won't call it shedding, but do you think, um, you know, by people, um, by people, uh, you know, transmitting to one another, uh, you know, the, the vaxxed with the, with the unvaxxed and everything like that, um, do you think that that's going to cause even an amplified amount of sickness, like to where you know we won't, they won't need, you know, uh, the the fraud that they've had for 18 months to to hold it up anymore? We're actually going to see the sickness uh, multiply. Yeah, because again, I've I've said this in the beginning. This novel virus is a cover story for 5G radiation sickness. End of story. 5G yeah. radiation will not affect most people in a, in, a, in a very bad way. But what 5G will do 
is caused your niacin and your vitamin D3 to follow your blood and causing certain people that are high risk already to have hypoxia and have these symptoms that tie into neurological loss of taste and smell. Viruses don't cause you to, to lose loss of taste and smell, but radiation sickness surely does. See. Absolutely. And I want to ask you a question because I know a lot of the other people that are, you know, promoting the damage of this COVID jab, they're they're promoting the shedding. And I understand it's definitely the towers they put up while we were in quarantine last year. But now mm -hmm. by them injecting the jab into so many people, when we're around someone that has the COVID jab, isn't it amplifying the 60 gigahertz against us? Absolutely, Renee, that's exactly what it's doing. And, yeah. and I believe it's also sending some kind of, I think people are getting more and more, shall we say, uh, when you get, get jabbed, your cells now become more accustomed to it. You're not going to get the, the problems. You're, gonna, you're almost getting vaccinated from the harm, harmful effects of 5G as it amps up. So your body will, you know, it's a wonderful adaptogenic structure. The cells are. Uh, they'll, they'll be able to survive most things, but you've got to go back to understanding it's all about nutrition. And the bottom line at the end of the day, and we're almost out of time, I know, but it's all about frequencies. Everything, Doctor, my, my mentor, Dr. Pauling, the Nobel Prize winner, at the end of the day, he would tell me, true, listen, it's all about frequency, hertz frequency pulsing. It's all about that. The cells are all resonant frequency re uh, transmitters and receivers. Now, that wow. changes in everything. And we you and talk about the prince of the power of the air, okay, this, these transmissions that happen. Satan is, call, is that. He's the prince of the power of the air. He wants to control people's brains, their cells, mm -hmm. and take it away from the creator that made us. That's the bottom line to me, guys. That's right. And and I want the audience to know, even though we're exposing what's going on, what's really going on, they're not shedding. They are basically amplifying the radiation where people that are getting the jab are walking Bluetooth or walking transmitters. But also, um, you know, the, you have created, you are the scientist that Father has used to create the Magi, which I am a distributor of, and I've been selling them like hotcakes for only $395. Can you explain to the audience what this exactly does? Yeah, given the fact, like I said, that, that everything in the cell is a receptor. All right, you can either have really, really good vibes, if you want to call them that, or you can have detrimental ones. Okay? So the, the most beneficial frequency of all time in my research in Dr. Pauling's is 432 hertz. 432 hertz is, is critically important. So if you have um, an, a device that constantly emits that, then it would make sense that that would basically countermand any 6 gigahertz or 60 gigahertz that are harmful. You see? That's right. And that's and right. I don't go anywhere without mine. It sleeps with me. It's in my pocket. If I, you know, now that I have the final one that you've produced or that you've created in my pocket yesterday, it's around me. That sports version, um, which also puts the oxygen into the cells and it also detoxes the cells while it's also combating that 60 gigahertz, and and it's just so much more powerful. 
you know, when you're, when they're, everybody's taking the jab and like I said, the, the, the towers are now being amplified onto people when they're around someone that's, that's received it. So it just, it just makes common sense. It's not shedding. It's just radiating the cells with a very strong. And, and then of course, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. Um, and then of course, what's going to happen? Those dang unjabbed people, they're yep. the reason that this is spreading. Yep. It's not. It's definitely not the experimental DNA concoction, DNA altering concoction that we put into you that we, you know, ramped up and everything else. Right. That's right. So, Dr. True, I have a question before we close. Um, my friend I'm here in Melbourne seeing, she was around her daughter and her husband that had received the jab, and immediately her and her husband broke out with like pain she'd never experienced. Her eyes, every part of her body was in pain and she was down for a couple days. That's just the radiation exposure, correct? That's exactly right. It's when you look at what it does with the 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 blood and it alters the blood to start being more apt to to plot uh, clotting. These clotting uh, the, when the blood starts to clot, it affects the central nervous system and you have pain like you never felt before in some cases. Not everybody has the same set of symptoms. But yep, many do. Yep. I, I, I'm, I'm getting calls daily on, on this from people. My wife or my my son or my daughter had the jab. Now yep. they're having pains they never had before. I mean, it's constant, you know. Yep. And I'm having him. I'm, you know, with just being a, a, around him. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. It's, it's genocide. Well, fortunately, Father's it's, blessed you, though, blessed you and anointed you to make this Magi, the Magnetic Acoustic Gals Infuser that we are uh, offering for people to have with them all the time. Um, and, uh, and and like I said, I don't go anywhere without it. So thank you for being obedient to creating it. <laughs> and uh, Brother Brandon, do you have any final words before I do the closing statement, sir? Um, Do they get the... The Magi, if they want to get one, do they go to the, the vacuumfo.org to get um, that? I'm going to give the we... information. I'm going to give our number. Uh, I've actually, okay. Yeah, I'll give the, all the information to get the Magi. The Magi stands for the Magnetic Acoustic Gals Infuser, and we sell it for $395. And uh, it's the only thing. I mean, it's not even an option. If, if you want to not succumb <laughs> to being radiated with all these people getting the jab, you need to get one for sure. Yeah. Um, but thank you, gentlemen, for being on. Dr. True, as always, I love you. Thank you. Thank you, Renee. God bless you and be okay. safe. Yes. Thank you. Renee. And thank you, Dr. True. Um, definitely would love to have you as a guest as well. I know you're a busy yes. guy, but. We got to get this information out to whoever will listen. <laughs> you're listening Grandma to Vic Fellowship. And again, thanks, our shows thanks. can be accessed on the front page of vacinfo.org. Uh, it's now up. The website's back up. Hallelujah. It's on the belly of a little boy flexing his muscles. After I send the description of today's show to Progressive Radio Network, they will add it to the website, so the Podbean, so you can access it on the archive button of a little boy flexing his muscles. And uh, we're on every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern. Our contact number, a new number, write this down. They're no longer able to retrieve my toll-free number I've had for 20 years, and I'm good with that. But I'm announcing on the website and on the radio show that they can reach Vaccine Information Coalition by calling 954-347-9671.
That was my late husband's cell phone number. It is now Vic Fellowship, Vaccine Information Coalition's official number. So if you need any answers to questions about the show and or you want to order the Magi or our 21-day cellular cleanse to boost that cellular terrain that my husband was anointed to create, please call 954-347-9671. And I thank everyone for listening. We thank Progressive Radio Network for allowing us to give you this uncompromised truth. And God bless.